the Small Town Comeback Podcast. I'm your host, Becca Summers. These stories feature builders, dreamers, and doers in Vernal, Utah. These folks are making a big impact in our small town. Today, I'm chatting with Jordan Clark, founder of 91 Designs, and Leisha Cothorpe, Uinta County Tourism and Events Director. Jordan and his mural team really sparked an artistic wave in our town, and now in other towns too. I'm really excited for you to hear about his work and how this has helped other artists in our town grow. Thank you so much for being here, you guys. Very excited to chat with you. The first question I want to know is, what is something you love about living in a small town? Alicia, you go, you go first. Ooh, I think I love the community feel of a small town. Um, everyone's looking out for each other. I love to walk into a restaurant or into the grocery store and instantly know people and be able to have a conversation. Amazing. It's pretty special, right? It is You, you very... don't get that in a bigger city. No, definitely yeah. not. Not that connection. That's awesome. Uh, I'm going to go opposite and say I love the space. <laughs> That's true too. <laughs> but I love being able to just be so close to mountains and lakes and anything like that to be able to just zip up there whenever I feel like it. Instead of making a huge trip out of it, we can go for a couple hours in the middle of a day and it doesn't matter. It's pretty magical. No wait time, yeah. no lines, no crowds. Really yeah. special. I think it's awesome. Jordan, can you introduce yourself? Tell us what kind of uh, artist you are. So I'm Jordan Clark and I'm a professional mural artist and we specialize in large scale murals and signs type work and it's usually on a wall or off the ground or if it's not and it's on a panel it's usually really big so and there's something kind of unique about your murals right because it's not just typical paint usually can you tell us about your yeah medium? so we usually use spray paint and um a lot of people can you know confuse spray paint with graffiti but we come from a landscape artist oil painting background and so we've taken spray paint and been able to take our art skills and mesh them together to be able to create you know realistic murals and we use the spray paint for one we just really enjoy it and two it also speeds up the process a lot and so that's one of the big reasons I like to use it. No, oh, that's super smart, especially if it goes, I can't believe how fast your murals go up. Unbelievably <laughs> well, quick. Well, there's a lot of time that it takes if you're, I mean, to mix the colors, right? So beforehand, we order all the spray paint of all the colors, and when it shows up, instead of mixing a whole new color or anything, you're just grabbing a new can, put that color there, grab another can, put that color there, and then you can blend them together if you need to, and it just gives you a lot of freedom. So that's one of the tricks to how you get your murals up so quick because yep. it's mind-boggling. Yeah, because... A massive wall in such a f short amount of time you can cover. Yes, it, it just it speeds up the process significantly. And we use different spray caps. Um, some are really fat. So if we have a big area to fill, we can put what's called a fat cap on. And it'll spray a big, you know, like eight-inch wide blob I don't know what you'd call it um and so then we can just fill a lot of area really fast and then we can switch to uh what we call a skinny cap and it gets down to almost a quarter inch wide line so that if we once you learn good control you can get a really thin detail so line it's really versatile mm -hmm. are there any challenges that come with working with spray paint yes it has a lot of its own challenges um where to begin the biggest one I would say is when you start getting into small details um so something really hard is you'll have a huge mural and we'll have people on it 
the people aren't big. If they were big, it'd be really easy. But usually they're almost like life size, which makes getting those details really hard. And so that's one of the areas where even you can get down to a quarter inch line, it's still not small enough. So then we have to use some paint brushes in there. Um, another, another hard thing with it is the pressure will actually change in the can depending on the temperature. So in the middle of summer, we actually keep a cooler of ice that we can put cans on because it keeps the pressure, keeps the cans cold, keeps the pressure low, allows us to have more control over the paint. Because if they get hot, they get higher pressure, and then they spit and a lot of that kind of stuff. Wow, I had no and idea. spray a lot faster. <laughs> it's a whole science. Yep. That's Crazy. amazing. And one of your first murals was done here in our town, right? Yep. So... My very first, well, my very first one was actually done here in town and it was for a doctor and we painted and it was the very first time I ever got to use spray paint. It was in 20 or not 20, 2009, I think. And I got to mix in some spray paint and do their name in like a graffiti style. And then we did paintbrush of like a gun shooting stars and then had some inspirational quotes in it. And it was meant for their kids to be able to see it while they were out playing to have some, you know, inspiration. That's cool. I love that that journey yeah. started here. And Alicia, you've been so pivotal in accelerating the artwork here. Can you, will you introduce yourself and share how you feel like these murals around town have played a role in revitalizing downtown? Yeah, so um, Leisha Colthorpe and I am the Director of Tourism and Events for Uinta County. Um, here in Vernal, um, which is an awesome job. And I get to meet with and and work with really cool people like Jordan. Um, so uh, if you know anything about the Uinta Basin, and if you're, if you're following this story, you're kind of picking up on different cues about it. But um, our economy kind of ebb and flows with the oil and gas industry. And um, when, when we're low, we're usually pretty low. And there was a point in time back in, oh, 2016, 17 in there, um, where the majority of our downtown Main Street businesses um, no longer existed. Um, and we were uh, hiding empty storefronts with great big pictures that we had printed on plotters of um, history of Vernal and just really trying to... Um, not let people know that there was so many closed businesses. It was just so empty. It was just mm -hmm. so empty. And um, we we started a group called, um, it, was a, it was our hospitality group. So, you know, it was like, well, one thing we can try to do is get, uh, you know, tourism really um, excelling and get people into our community. Um, and so within this hospitality group, we started um, talking about murals and um, how like those pictures that we were putting up in windows, they help um, revitalize in their own way. So they, you know, they're not hiding an empty storefront, but they're like bringing life to the side of a building um, that otherwise would look dark and dreary. And once you get this color on the walls, um, then people start being drawn to those murals, right? And then those empty buildings that are next to those walls where you're coloring and painting, um, spraying with Jordan, um, people want to go in those businesses and then people want to bring their business there because there's people there seeing the murals and it's just all part of that revitalization puzzle. And so, um, in 2020, we all know what that brought, um, to the world. We, um, 
you know, we were scared, like what was going to happen. I always say that Vernal, Uinta County is like one bad summer away from crumbling because really tourism does offset um, and try to balance that economy in other ways that that the oil and gas extraction business can't. And so um, I was like, I've always said that. And so when that happened, I was like, we we cannot let this be our bad summer. We've got to come up with something that can help drive people here. And um, I had known Jordan um, and and his partner, Tanya, and they, um, together with other community members, we came up with this mural art grant. And it wasn't just like for random, you know, random people, random businesses. You had to like... You had to use something um, that was a characteristic of Vernal um, as part of this grant. So, like, it could be river rafting, it could be Native American, it could be Western, and then, of course, it could be dinosaurs. Um, but they had to have some component um, of that to be able to put a mural up. And so we created the program. And I think we're going to talk more about that as we go on. Yeah, I love so. that. It's very strategic storytelling um, on kind of a large scale, right? And then also that energy, like you said, as soon as, Jordan, you've seen it too, as soon as this dreary drab wall gets color on it or an image, it creates kind of this vibrancy, this energy. Suddenly people are stopping to check it out. Suddenly people are, you know, the economy is growing in that area and then more business owners want to be a part of that, right? Yeah, it's it's actually been really impressive to me because I'm very much a put my head down at work kind of guy. and when driving around town and just people in general messaging or commenting or I've had hundreds of people all say the same thing. They're like, Oh, I love how it's bright and vernal. And uh, they all, they say their kids love them and they love them and they drive around to every new one. They go see them, they go visit them. And so it's been a, it's been an awesome thing to see that change in the community. How many murals have you done now in our town? Um, I've, I've lost track. That many. <laughs> but, um, last time, cause I was keeping a running total of like what I had done total and it was in the hundreds, but I think just specifically to Vernal was in like the 70 range, wow. including the inside ones, but that's amazing. There's a lot around. <laughs> and when you drive through our small town, you will for sure see different Vernals along the way. Something I think that yep. is one of your strong suits too, is you have such a versatile style. It's not that every Vernal, every um, mural looks the same. Like you can tell that you really listen to the business owner on what they wanted and change your style according to. Yeah, and I think that's one been one reason why like the program with Leisha had so much success is because we incorporated what the business owner's opinion was. We tried to include things they wanted or a style they wanted to help make it geared towards them and their building and all that just kind of helped diversify all the murals in, in Vernal. Definitely. Alicia, how have you seen these murals play a role in tourism as visitors come through our town? Yeah, so back to the beginning a little bit, um, Jordan painted one that said, Welcome to Dinosaur Land, and it's on the side of the car wash. And that was before we even started the program, but that kind of kicked it off as like, hey, like these are, these can be used for tourism and tourism marketing and all of that kind of stuff. And we had a few more in town before that. And we'll, we'll probably go back. Becca, you were involved in those in the very beginning. But but that Welcome to Dinosaur Land really like 
that really drew in the businesses to saying, hey, like this can be, I can get one of these murals on the side of my building and then tourists will want to come here. And so um, we've done different scavenger hunts with it before um, where people can come in and they can get pictures and then they can earn prizes at a local business. Sometimes during an event, we'll do like um, mural and foodie tours where they can go out and look at the murals. Um, and they just tell such a good story that the welcome to dinosaur land one, I mean, it has like all of the top spots that tourists can go and see, um, in dinosaur land. And so they can stop there and get their picture. And then, you know, I was guiding a group from Germany a couple of weeks ago and we stopped at that mural. And then I was like talking to them about all the other spots. Like we're not going to have time for fantasy Canyon, but here's a little picture of it. And we hiked to moonshine arch and look here, it's inside of this. And so it's just been a great tool to get people, um, more acquainted with the area and all the things that they can see and do here. And it's also something that they can do in the evenings, so um, evenings in small towns um, are always, you know, you're always looking for something to do after you've been out rafting or hiking or biking or, um, you know, whatever you've been doing during the day, um, you're looking for something at night. And we have so many murals now that they can just like walk up and down our main street and around and be able to take pictures and be able to interact with those murals. And it's it's been a great tool to be able to have. That's amazing. So it's an event in itself. And it makes sense because a lot of times when tourists visit a new place, uh, getting a sense of the local art is part of their experience, right? When visitors go to Park City, they they go on the main street and they check out all the galleries to see the local art or same with Spring City. And, and now these murals have created a free open access way that people can experience that local art and see more of our local story, right? That's right. Yep. So when we first, we're going to go back a couple years, like you said, when we first started these, the first couple murals, um, we we knew that we wanted to bring something downtown, especially like dinosaur themed. Um, and so our thought was a couple of interactive dinosaur murals. And the first couple mural artists, um, everything was donated at a local paint store. Sherwin Williams gave us um, whatever paint the artist needed. The artist donated their time. Um, and it was kind of like a test project, really, right? Yeah, it was. I mean, um, it was a test project like where business is willing to put these murals on their wall, right? Because a lot of them have paid a lot of money to have, you know, nice brick or right. paint or even siding stucco, whatever. So communicating with the businesses to, you know, figure out if this is something they would even want. And then, um, Becca, you working with Sherwin-Williams and Jones Paint and Glass and getting things um, covered and paid for. And then these artists who were just willing um, to come and donate their time to put those there. And um, I still, the, those two murals are located in Cobble Rock Park and um, they're, they're both very distinctly different, um, which is fun because that's how art is, right? It's very distinctly different. And so like Jordan was saying, bringing in the business owners and so they could all have their own kind of art. And that's how those two first dinosaurs were. And um, man, the community was just in love with it. And they all wanted to show their friends and family these murals. And it just, I think it just exploded after that. Yeah, definitely. And that's how we met you, Jordan, is yeah. you were willing to do one of those smaller murals and and then that grew to something so yeah. much more, right? No, and it was it was a fun little project. And I remember um, back to the speed of it all, um, I, I got a kick out of it because you told me to let me know, let you know when I was painting it. And so I texted you, went and painted it, and then I left. And you texted me later that day and you're like, 
are you done? And I was like, yeah, I came and painted it. And you're like, I couldn't believe I it. Cause all, all the other murals took a week plus and so many people and you could, you whipped it out in a day and I missed the yep, pictures. You're like, I was trying to get pictures of it and you're done already. And I was like, Oh, sorry. It was amazing. And these murals have kind but, of kickstarted this wave of kind of a new art culture in our, in our community. Alicia, can you tell me about like how that's grown in the past couple of years? Yeah. So um, after after Jordan started putting the paint on the walls, um, they formed a committee called You Want to Be Some Visual Arts. And um, that's just a group of local artists. And there was always like an art group in our community, but it was more like a performing arts group. And so the visual artists had really felt like there wasn't anything for them. And so they started, um, started this group and now they have like traveling art exhibits that go all over. They're at the college, they're at our innovation hub. Like they just, they go all over and they... Um, they can showcase their art. We also have like our John Wesley Powell, which is our river and art festival where they can come and set up booths in the summer and um, put their artwork out and people can interact with the artists there. We also add in like window painting to a number of our different events so that they can, um, the businesses can paint their windows and get more visitors and more customers inside their businesses. And it's just, I, I do think that those first murals in the beginning really kickstarted this like, hey, this community can be into art and they want to see these colorful paintings whether it's you know hanging on their wall framed and really nice or on the side of their business or um you know just temporary on a window they they want to be involved or they have an um you know a traveling art exhibit I remember back we haven't done it for a while but they had like a plein air art fest well they have a plein air art festival every year that goes with the river festival but we had like um, artists out on the corners of Main Street and they were like painting outside of businesses and they would sponsor them and we've just tried lots of different things but it's just really um, kick-started the industry here. Absolutely and it seems like a lot of like kind of basement artists are, are emerging or coming out and collaborating and one thing it seems like with your business Jordan is you've been able to hire local artists right can you yes, tell me about that we have um before I tell you about that I just wanted to touch on what Leisha said it's it's what I've noticed is it's been more than just painters too like there's been a lot of more musicians a lot more photographers and it's yeah. just been really cool to see all of it just kind of grow naturally and kind of accelerate but it's, it's really exciting it's, awesome it's been scene. fun um, but anyways, yeah, like on what you were saying, it's kind of, it's been cool for me because when I started this, I had no idea where it was going to go. Um, and, but then the busier we got and the more, um, projects we had, I realized I could hire other artists and hopefully like, you know, help them make money doing art, doing something they love. And so it's been a lot of fun to be able to hire different artists and let them come paint on walls. And some of them, just want to try it and so I'm like all right come try it and they don't even want to work they just want to come paint one mural and then that's that sure. <laughs> so it's it's been a lot of fun because we've also been able to hire on a lot of high school kids and students that way to kind of help give them a job after school hours and also kind of inspire them that they can go and do art if they want to do it and kind of pursue it and run with it so it's 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 been one of my own personal favorite things to be able to be a part of. That's amazing that you're giving kids a sample preview of, hey, like you can do, you can be an mm -hmm. artist full time. You can make this work because I don't know how often they get to see an example like that. And it's a lot easier to become something if you've seen it rather yes. than feeling like you have to pave your own way. So 
thank you for paving that way for so many other young <laughs> it wasn't artists. Wasn't easy, it's a big but deal. we did it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so tell me more about that. What what has not been easy about this process? Stress. Um, I think it's probably not been as easy, about as same as any business owner. It's that first initial step to go quit your full time job and do something on your own full time. And if I've never done it before, no one in my family had done it before, so that was a huge, huge nerve-wracking experience for me to go all in full-time but we had the work and at one point I you know I looked at our our books and I was like so we have $30,000 worth of work lined out that gets us through like all the winter and then into next into spring summer and I was like so I'm comfortable let's do it and I have no idea what's going to happen I didn't know if we were going to just fall on her face after that it's a huge risk <laughs> and for sure yeah and so um it was it was awesome to be able to just start painting them and the more I painted and the quicker they went up the more business it brought in um and so then the the stress turned from like can we afford to eat to how are we going to get all this done <laughs> so that's when we try to start hiring other artists and that has been stressful in its own and I've just kind of decided that my whole like um mantras we'll figure it out <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> yeah that's i just we because there's always something always something to new to learn and to figure out and to grow from and so it's just been quite the ride but i think that's the biggest stress is just always something new that sure. i'm trying to figure out <laughs> yeah well and um, jordan didn't just stop at murals either so you know, he's added on additional things to his business. Yeah, so tell us. He's contributing more to the economy just off of these. This mural idea has given him, like, you know, the confidence and the ability to be able to tell us continue how you, to grow. Yeah, how have you expanded from murals? Okay, yeah. So, um, obviously, murals are very seasonal, especially in our community where we get snow every year. And most paint, you can't paint if it's going to drop below 40 degrees. So... The first two winters, we had some indoor projects and stuff, but it still slowed down a lot. And so we were kind of just thinking, like, what could we do that helps keep us, you know, more consistently busy through the winter months to ease our burden financially? And um, so we came up with the idea because to to do T-shirts and to do screen printing and embroidery and that kind of stuff. Because you have the artistic mm-hmm. skill. You know yep, how know to draw. The, you know how to paint. You know how to execute a creative vision. We have vision. all the programs for it mm-hmm. to draw, draw and design digitally and all that. And so we decided to pull the trigger and we started up the second business, which is Ink Threads. And we do screen printing and embroidery. And um, we just, we love art and we love being able to do all things art. <laughs> so... And, and we still have plans for more growth and Amazing. eventually want to get into, you know, kind of like all the the product side of things and possibly have like tourist stuff to be able to sell tourist geared items or, you know, school school district items or even, you know, just any number yeah, of things. Yeah, merchant swag. Yeah, merchant like swag. That. That's the best way to put it. And no, that's great. So we have we have plans in the work for that works for that and to kind of just keep expanding because it just goes back to the idea of like the more artistic things we can do, the more diverse our business is for one, but we'll also be able to hire, hire other artists to be able to help give them a job to be able to do graphic arts or painting or screen printing or embroidery or any number of things. So 
Definitely. It definitely no, seems like good. the innovation is, it's required, right? When you start a new business, you have to be so innovative and like you said, diversify. Sometimes if it's a seasonal work, how do you, how do you handle these waves of feast or famine work? And so it seems like you've been very yeah. strategic and, so and very that's what we've been trying smart. to do. And, you know, a lot of people say we came out of nowhere and just all of a sudden we're painting murals. And I'm like, well, what you guys don't realize is I've been painting them since high school and on the side and had painted them for, you know, 10 or 12 years before we ended up boosting and being able to go full time. And so it's, there's a lot of work that goes into it and a lot of planning and all, you know, just any of that kind of background stuff that you just don't see unless you are, it's definitely a business that we have to run and definitely have to keep progressing and moving or expanding otherwise it'll just kind of piddle out yeah <laughs> but you you have a wait list now right yep we have a wait list we've congratulations thank That's you huge. <laughs> <laughs> no it's it's been really fun because we are usually able to book most of the year out before so most of the next year is what we That's usually right, are booking out. is about a year out or six six months to a year out what's been your biggest mural you've done biggest um we just did a really big one in Craig that was 30 foot by 90 foot. And it was big because it was 60 feet up. So the top of it was 60 foot off the ground. And it was a, we, we had a big lift, but then we also set anchors and rappelled down. So we had three <laughs> of us on the wall, two of us rappelling and one of us in a lift. That's incredible. And so it was really fun to be able to be up there and tie off and just sit there and paint and work on an area and then go down a little lower, work on another area. Um, so that's probably our biggest mural to date. But then also like Wendy's and Little Bees were also square footage wise, probably about the same because they were very long. I think they were like 140 feet long and 130 feet long. And then we have one coming up that's 280 feet long, but it's just, you know, it's like three foot to five foot tall. So it's on the side of a retaining wall on the side of a road. So just to brighten up an area. That's of the really city. exciting. Mm-hmm. So no, it's been it's been cool. I love the I love the big projects. They're my favorite. <laughs> What's been your favorite part of this process as you've grown your mural business? Um, so my favorite part has probably been the community. It's been so fun to see the change in the community and for people to reach out to us because you know we we don't think like I don't think personally that I've made a big difference. That I'm just I'm just like well I'm going and painting. a project for someone I'm going to do this but then I get told over and over again like you guys have changed the community you've helped brighten up the downtown you've helped all these things and we love driving around and see it and that's just been a really cool thing to be a part of and be able to talk to different people of all walks of life that all love them and it's it's just been fun because you've you've probably experienced some of that feedback to Leisha as far as seeing even online we'll see pictures of the murals from people who visited from out of state or out of the country and suddenly our town story is being told especially so one of our famous murals that both of you were a part of in the beginning too as well as the youth city council was our this is vernal logo so um our office we created the cam campaign um this is vernal and then uh one of jordan's first murals was the this is vernal it's kind of a geometric shape Mm -hmm. but it was Definitely the most, fo- it's probably still the most photographed kernel. So. The location right on Main Street, right next to a fun little shaved ice place. And 
Um, it just, it doesn't have anything around it like per se. So you can get, you know, lots of great shots in front of it. I mean, but like from teenagers to old people's to bikes, skateboards, dance pictures, um, kids as senior pictures, I mean, just all over. Um, it's, it's definitely. And so when you, you know, when I'm using my hashtag, this is Vernal and I pull it up and that mural is just like all over the place and is being shared everywhere. Um, you know, it was a great way. We did it right in the beginning of kicking off the This is Vernal campaign. And it's really just um, taken flight. And it's probably one of the funnest. And I know that we're getting close on time here, but I, I want to talk about one more thing. And that's the dinosaurs. Like we've talked a lot about murals and that's mostly what we're doing. But also um, Jordan and his team are, are painting these metal dinosaurs. So um, think Sinclair dinosaur green where you see it everywhere else. And um, in a lot of other places, they, you know, can purchase clothes and put them on them but here in Vernal um, we paint them and a lot of them are themed around what the businesses are they that are in front of them and that's something that I didn't have to a lot of this stuff like I have to kickstart for my office and kind of get it going and and I had looked into that um, before people started buying them and um, was kind of like oh this could be really fun but like is that something that I should do? And then all of a sudden, like, you know, just one business buys one and paints one. And now they're just like all over the place. I mean, you see Buffalo and you see um, Moose, Moose yeah. and in different places. Well, here in Dinosaur Land, we have the dinosaurs. And I, I'm pretty sure Jordan's painted at least 90% of those. So Yeah, we've done. So I think we're up to 28 um, painted and out, and then we have about 12 more in our shop, plus more on a list. That's amazing. So it's, more are coming. Yeah, they're impossible to miss, too. You they, drive down our town, they're right outside businesses. And like you said, they're unique. They're Each one is different, well, right? Well, that's what's really fun, is they all are very different. Like, the, none of them are the same. <laughs> it's It's been anything from designing them to look like Jake from State Farm to <laughs> just full-blown, like, landscape art painted on the side of them. So... No, it's they've been they've been awesome and a fun thing that I found is a member of our community actually created a scavenger uh no, not scavenger hunt. I guess it is like a scavenger hunt, but a bingo board. So we need to put that together and get it easy accessible. That's it has fun. all the dinosaurs on it and they can go and drive to them and get, you know, mark off a bingo board and have fun and that's a super fun idea. Yeah. It's fun that your art has uh, transformed from, you know, 2D to now 3D. And, and the sculpture is actually a blast to paint. It's one thing to paint a wall, but it's really fun to paint a, a statue of sorts. And That's incredible. To have that 3D aspect just makes it a lot of fun. You're insanely talented. I'm curious, <laughs> what advice would you give to another artist who's about to jump full-time into an artist career? Um, to do it. <laughs> I know we hear it all the time. It's always really scary and really nerve-wracking, um, but if you can build it enough to be consistently doing it on the side, one thing I've learned is going full-time into it, it makes it explode. And what I mean by that is you're not splitting your time anymore. You're focused on one thing, and that's on your art and your business, and that alone just helps it grow significantly faster than trying to just do it on the side when you have free time no, that's great so instead of you know an hour a day or even an hour or two a week you're putting eight hours a day into it and it just that time makes a huge difference and also if they're worried about pricing because that's the number one thing with artists just start you know if you end up losing money on the first stuff then 
get to a point where you raise your prices after you've lost money. I don't, I couldn't tell you how many times <laughs> that's happened with us. We'll try something and we'll say, sure, we'll try it for this much. We do it and we either hate it or we love it or we lose money on it. And then we have to adjust accordingly. So trial and error. Yep. Just trial and error is the only way to figure it out. That's great. Leisha, what advice would you give to other small towns that are looking to increase their art scene? My advice would be to find find your heroes, find your team within your community because you can't do it by yourself. And you've got to find people that are passionate like Jordan, like the members of you in a basin visual arts. And you've got to you've got to get them on your team and then you've got to work together, work collaboratively to form this plan that and have a goal in mind. You know, why are you doing it and what do we need to have in order to be able to succeed um, at this at this project and that that's what we did so it was just an idea to create art in our community and then we built a team and there was a lot of blood sweat and tears that went into that um and then the outcome has just been phenomenal and leisha's very humble but she's basically superwoman in the community yeah <laughs> you're very nice <laughs> you, you've done so much so it's a yes. it's a great team well thank you so much for coming you guys it's been fantastic to chat with you and we can't wait to see more of what you do jordan and leisha always so exciting to see what projects you are building and how you're helping our community so thank you you're welcome thanks for having us thank you this show is produced by summer creative agency and v6 media this podcast is sponsored by vernal city strata networks you went to county tourism and events and you went to county economic development Check out our show notes and website, smalltowncomeback.org, for documentaries and more content about these stories.